Hello, and welcome to my podcast. Join me, Chelsea Holm, entrepreneur, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, army wife, and mom of five, as we dive into 15 minutes of small steps you can do today in faith, nutrition, fitness, mindset, and family that are going to lead to big changes over time. So grab your favorite beverage and join me, or if you're busy like me, let's multitask together and let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Holistic Health Hub. I'm your host, Chelsea, and I'm so excited because today we're talking about protein. And the big question is, are you getting enough in your daily diet? So before we get into that, what is protein? Well, protein is the, the basis, the building blocks of everything in our body, from our skin to our muscles to our organs all the things. Protein is the foundational building blocks of all of that. Um, And that's why it's so important because it literally affects every single function and every single part of our bodies. Now, the question is, how much protein do you actually need? And it's so interesting. I've been um, working on my nutrition certification and I'm learning so much about protein that, uh, and I already thought I knew a lot about protein, but uh, there's always more to learn about all the things. Um, But the basic recommendations for protein is only 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. And so if you had like a 160 pound person like me, that is a super low amount of protein. Um, And so that's, that's really just to maintain basic function. That's not actually to experience optimal health. Um, And so even if you look at the basic recommendations for like an athlete or, you know, someone who's into endurance sports, um, it's still very, very low. Um, And so you really have to look at those and look at all the basic recommendations as that is your baseline. So you don't get sick or you don't get, um, Well, so your body functions, but that's not optimal levels. And it's so interesting because as I'm going through um, my nutrition certification, I was reading these, these various studies. And the interesting thing is there are no studies that show too much protein is a bad thing. So out of all the different studies, looking at protein and how it impacts our bodies, um, there's nothing saying that optimal levels well above the baseline or recommendations. There's nothing saying that that's a bad thing. Um, and so that's really exciting to me because, you know, there's a lot of myths out there about protein. Like if you have too much protein, it can harm your kidneys or your liver or whatever. Um, and of course, if you have an underlying condition or some kind of chronic illness, you want to talk to your doctor before you do anything. Um, or you want to talk to a, you know, a dietitian or, you know, somebody where that's where they specialize, um, before you change anything in the way that you eat or what you're doing. Um, but the good news is it's just a myth. It actually, you, there, there's nothing saying that too much protein can't be processed by our bodies. And actually out of all the macronutrients, so macronutrients are protein, carbs, and fat. These are our primary energy sources um, that we live off of. And it's interesting because protein is actually not one of our body's first energy sources. It's actually our last that it goes to. So if your body is in starvation mode and you don't have any glucose, which comes from 
um, carbs and, and fats, if you don't have any of that for energy, then your body will start metabolizing and breaking down your muscle. Um, and so that's why it's really important that if you are exercising, especially if you're doing res- any kind of resistance training, that you're giving your body enough protein. Um, and so according to a bunch of different studies, you like how technical it is, a bunch of different studies, <laughs> um, according to a bunch of studies, it's, it's actually better to spread out your meals over the course of the day of four to five meals and have equal amounts of protein all throughout that. Um, and one thing that I learned, I was always told that you need to have your, your, your post recovery workout shake, like right after your workout or like even up to an hour after. And it's actually more efficient if you do it spread out over the course of your day. So if you have four to five meals and you're aiming for about 30 to 40 grams of protein for each of those, that's better than having like 60 grams in one meal and then 10 in another. And, and so you can think about it in a 24 hour period. So as long as within 24 hours after exercising, you're having this, this protein spread out throughout your day, it's still helping your body um, with those workouts. Um, so I just, I found that very, very interesting. So when you're, you're looking at types of protein, um, so protein is made of something called amino acids. Those are like the building blocks of protein. Um, and amino acids are what our bodies use to build all the things. Um, and then there's two types of protein. So there's complete protein, which has all nine essential amino acids. Now, essential amino acids are the amino acids that our bodies cannot make. So we must get them from our diet. Um, And then there's also incomplete protein, which has non, it doesn't have all nine um, essential amino acids. Um, and, And the interesting thing about this is our body can kind of piece things together with these non-essentials and, um, it's not as important that we get these from our diet. So, um, if you're looking at sources of protein, um, I'll start with the plant. So soy is the only complete plant protein option. Um, and then if you're looking at, you know, well, okay, if you are plant-based or primarily plant-based, how are you going to get your protein? Um, that's where you want to have combinations of like, if you've heard of beans and rice, it's essentially, um, different plant proteins that while they don't have all nine essential amino acids on their own, when you put them together, they do have all nine essential amino acids. And interestingly enough for that, as long as you have them within the same 24 hour period, that still counts. So you technically don't even have to eat beans and rice together but I don't know why you wouldn't because it's a super delicious combination. Um, So then when you're looking at sources of complete proteins that are not plant-based, dairy, meat, poultry, fish, eggs, those are going to be your go-tos. And, you know, some of my favorites are shrimp. Shrimp is super fast and easy to make. um, And it doesn't, it has a very, very low fat content. So then I can control the fats um, with my meat. So that's like probably one of my favorite, favorite options. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, other than that, um, I love like an edamame pasta because it's super simple um, and it's a great swap for your standard wheat pasta. Um, And what are some other favorites? Um, I actually, I love protein tortillas because Carbs are not bad and fats are not bad. We just need to have them all balanced together with our intake of protein. 
Um, because like I said, carbs and fat, those are our primary energy sources for our body. Um, and so we need those and they dramatically affect, um, our mood and a bunch of different hormonal functions. So it's very, very important. Um, if you're looking at diets, well, I say kick diets to the curb and rather I would encourage you to focus on a healthy lifestyle and eating in a balanced way. Um, and avoid all diets that completely cut out entire food groups or severely restrict them. Also along those lines, any diets that severely restrict calories is going to give you the opposite effect. Because remember, if our bodies don't have the sources that they prefer for energy, which are carbs and fats, they're going to look at proteins and what are proteins in our bodies? Primarily muscles. Muscles are protein. And that's what's going to start to our bodies going to start breaking down and using for energy. And so this is why typical diets don't work. Because yes, you're losing weight. So the number on the scale is going down, but you're losing fat and muscle. And our metabolisms are directly related to the amount of lean muscle mass that we have in our body. So the more lean muscle we have, the higher our metabolism, metabolism is going to be. But if we have a higher fat, versus our ratio to lean body mass, then our metabolism is going to be slower and more sluggish, and it's going to be harder to burn that fat. Um, so the best thing that you can do for yourself is increase your protein in intake, spread it out throughout your day in a balanced way through all of your meals, about four to five meals. Um, and make sure that you're not restricting your calories too much because you know, yes, it is energy in and energy out. Yes, because you know, energy can't be created or destroyed. It's either used or stored for later. Um, but if you are restricting your calories too much, your body is not going to, to do what it needs to do. It's going to start breaking down muscles instead of building them, which is actually going to increase your metabolism and help you to burn more fat. So if you've ever dieted and you lost a bunch of weight and then you gained it back and then probably even more after, that's what's happening because these typical diets do not work with how our bodies were designed to work. So my small step for you today is to add more protein. <laughs> um, the way that I did it was I literally wasn't eating breakfast before I started looking at like how I was eating and making changes. So I added a protein shake for my breakfast. And that has been something I've been able to maintain for the past seven years. Um, and actually, um, in the in the description here, I have a couple of links and tools for you to help you get started. Um, and to help you really make, take the take and make these small steps. So another small step you can do, um, is get a bag of salad and then get a lean protein, like prepared shrimp or, um, get even some Turkey lunch meat, make sure it's like nitrate and nitrate free. And that it's as natural as possible with the least amount of processing as possible. Um, or get a rotisserie chicken and tear it all up. Um, and throw these together and it makes a super fast micronutrient and macronutrient nutrient dense meal. Um, so those are some of my small steps that I would encourage you to do. And, um, some, another thing that you can do is, uh, my fitness pal, the app, it's a free app and it really helps you to get a sense of like how you're eating. So I would encourage you to take a couple weeks or at least a week to just log every single thing that goes into your face. <laughs> um, and it'll help you to identify where you need to make improvements and where you need to make small swaps and really give you a picture of how it is that you're eating so that you can make those changes. Um, and then if you need more help, 
sign up for hybrid athlete training. I have that link in the description as well. This is how I started this whole process of macros and understanding that I needed more protein. Um, and I started seeing the results that I wanted when I started eating more and making sure those meals were actually balanced throughout the day. Um, and it'll really teach you how to eat, not what to eat. And I love that because it gives you that freedom. So if you enjoy this, I would encourage you to share it with a friend who is, you know, looking to make some positive changes in their eating. Um, and next week or next episode, I should say, we're going to be talking about move your body. And the big question is, are you exercising too much? or not seeing the results that you want with the exercises that you are doing. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Holistic Health Hub with me, Chelsea Holm. For great tips, follow me on Instagram at Chelsea underscore Noel. And if you love this episode, don't forget to click subscribe, give me a five-star rating and leave a review. I'd love to know what you would like to hear. Until next time.